0: Welcome back. Bully podcast, a podcast focused on beating the hell out of your negative voice. Norris Odias is the host of this podcast. Grateful. Thankful to have you listening to this new episode. Let's get into it. This week's episode, I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm just thinking. Just got back from the gym, had a good pumped up Monday, working out. I listened to the past episode, but I take the road home to just think and kind of brainstorm on new topics and new discussions that I kind of want to go on. It's always tough whenever you have so many ideas and you're curious about life itself, but you're curious about our lived experiences on what is important to kind of dig in my heels to discuss and to think about, or to even observe in my life and my day. I always take out time to kind of brainstorm and try to, you know, think deeply on a certain topic. So I was driving home today. I was listening to, I think, a sermon or something. I came back home and I always love this time because I'm always a go, 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 go type of guy. Whenever, pause. I literally have started this diet lately that it's like all fruits. And I've been doing it all week. I say all week, but like the last couple of weeks. It's been great. And I lied because yesterday I broke it because they had a family reunion. I didn't eat any of the food, the marvelous food they had. But I actually broke it because it's my dad's birthday. And I'm like, commemorative, you know, 4th of July is this week, all this stuff. Like, I can relax, Norris. I didn't have a set goal for this diet. But again, like, you know, if you're listening, if you know me, if I do something, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to put pressure on myself and be anxious while I'm trying to do it. But I can change and I didn't have a, like a real passionate reason to do it, but I was just like, whatever. Anyways, when I come back home, I always like wash strawberries because literally that's been the only food I've been eating, like strawberries, like a damn berry boy and um, papaya, which is popo, which is what my family calls it. Popo back in Nigeria, they used to call it that. Uh, My mom used to have popo back in her backyard. So she used to pluck it and eat it. Anyways, I wash like literally pounds of strawberries. I bought sixteen pounds of strawberries and put it in my fridge. And they're like family reunion. You have leftovers. Where the hell are the other food's supposed to go? I don't know. Figure it out. But don't touch my berries. Anyways, I come back home and I pluck the the leaves off each berry. And I like that time because it keeps me present. It keeps me in that place at that time. I'm growing to. Kind of think during that time, and to just—I feel like time is still. And in that time today, I was just thinking of family and my life, and just different per- behaviors of different individuals. I don't know. It's—it's it's funny because I start coming to a conclusion that maybe I don't have all the answers in my life and I don't know actually why I do the things I do and I live the way I live. I go to the gym, why? I believe in Christ, why? Obviously, I'm looking from a different perspective. I have a spiritual relationship, a relationship with God himself, but if you look objectively, why? Why do you think the way you do about relationships? Why do you think the way you do about life itself? And as I'm watching a family reunion come together this past weekend. I'm just looking at different individuals from different environments and it just poses me a question in my mind that I would just relate now. It's like, are we products of our environment guided by a force that we can't control or Are we able to actually choose the behaviors that we engage in? You know, this whole thing in life, and I think in our country, Western world, especially in America, it's like the idea of free will. Like we're free to get up right now and do whatever the hell we want. And literally, like our legal system, everything is like based off free will. and. You know, people are in jail. You punish those people, criminals, because we believe that they have a choice to behave the way they do. And that they freely just disobey the law. And it's crazy. I think about this and I'm the type of guy that's like, bro, accountability. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. Anyone breathing has a moral compass that is similar. Is it? I don't know. Like. Can you imagine me thinking about this? If if you were in my shoes, you're in there just plucking strawberries and you talk about the legal system and free will. I didn't even listen or see that anywhere, but it just came in my head because it's like. Do we really have control of what we're doing on the day to day? And don't get me wrong, like I, I appreciate my family and my thoughts and the way I live and my behaviors and my belief because foundationally as someone who has a rooted relationship with Christ, yeah, I'm doing the right things. That's, that's my foundation. And it falls back on that, but it's interesting because then you think about Family and how you view people in a different light. And let's just go to this. Let's say this is dark. But let's say my dad was an abuser, which he, God forbid, he wasn't. But if I'm a product of that environment, the odds are I would have abusive tendencies towards, whether it's the kids he was abusive to or the wife, I would have some of those tendencies. Now, I do believe in outliers in every family. And I think that's what it takes to break chains is to have the leaders, to have people that want to do it a different way, to have people that want to be the person that changes things. To have people that have maybe different experiences. Just like, think about it. like To have an individual change and break the chains that's been in his family or her family all their lives, if you're listening, it's to get in a different environment. It's to see how other people do it, how other people live, how you don't have to live the way you do And then it becomes a choice. but I don't know. Just thinking about it out loud right now, it's like, if certain individuals aren't privileged to different environments and different ways of thinking, do they actually have a choice in the behaviors that they engage in? The behaviors that I've been leading them in life all this time. It's like my dad did it. My mom did it. Her dad did it. Her mom did it. All my cousins do it. And it's like, do we have that choice? I have an example. My mom is the first believer in her family. And I don't know if she want me to say this, but I mean, mom, I'm going to say it. And I always get techie about that. I don't know why I said techie, but techie, because, you know, I, I never want to expose somebody else's information that's critical, but I don't think this is that bad. Her pop, her father, he was the first Christian in her family, and she used to get in trouble for her belief in her relationship with Christ until, fast forward, everybody's believer, you know, my, my pops, my pop-pop, granddaddy, Gave himself to the Lord, then he passed. So that, I don't know, it's just interesting because that person that breaks the chain, that takes on all the hoopla, all the struggle, all the hate from other people to make that change, whether it's family members, whether it's friends, in any environment that is... So one way and there, one person that chooses to turn it on its head, that chooses to do things differently initially they're met with so much opposition I know that's a lot of us if we're in these environments and we think totally differently than anybody else or we are privileged to see a different perspective, whether it's something online, whether it's something we've been watching. Hell, maybe it's something we've been listening to that is completely foreign to the life that we live on a day to day. That you get inspired by a different way of living, of being, of existing. Maybe it's the MindBilly podcast. You're listening to something every single week that Changes the way you see things. And it's not just knowledge is power. It's applied knowledge is power. And you start applying the things that you're listening to that you're getting rooted in. You start applying it to your life. And then you start changing things. And then you're met with opposition because you're changing things. How do you keep going forward with this fresh perspective? Free will, it's it's interesting because then you have the choice. Before, I don't know, I'm still trying to come to my own conclusion on this because I do think it's a bit of both. I think we are definitely, for lack of better words, dragged by the environment that we're in. And if you're fortunate to be in a positive fulfilling loving caring environment then you have a leg up in life. But I do think if you come from a troubled that trying background that you also have a leg up on life because you have a different perspective. And that different perspective can be used in a way that will help other people and help yourself. And you see different solutions from things that other people wouldn't have even thought about. They always say, (laughs) somebody said this about football players, about defensive linemen. I want somebody with single home, which is crazy. Single mom um, struggling, that type of mentality, which is crazy. But it's like, hungry, hungry to take his mom, take his family from out of where they're from to where they need to be. Not saying that people that got it doesn't have that same charge because again, there's so many different beliefs in one environment. I am a twin. My twin acts nothing like me. We're different. He has his dang views on life and I do too, but we both come from the same environment. I don't know. I always hate that. I'm, I'm deviating a little bit, but that's true. There's so many people that say, oh, you got two parents at home. You got this. You got this. You that you ain't hungry. No, nah, you don't know why the person is hungry. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't grow up poor. I didn't grow up struggling. Thank God. And I'm not glorifying that. I hate when people glorify that. If you grew up in that, OK, that's your lived experience. But I didn't. But does that mean I'm not hungry? No, I'm hungry for different reasons. I'm hungry because the things that I went through in my life. I was without my dad in my life. I had immigrant parents that struggled and worked for every single penny they got that face discrimination while they're over here. While kids at school, black kids telling me, oh, hey, you ain't you ain't black. You ain't this. You ain't. I have a reason I'm struggling. I'm working towards something. I ain't no struggling. I'm winning. I'm thriving. But I have real reasons reason, spit it out to why I decided to move forward in my life. Counted out in basketball, called overweight, two left feet, can't run, not skilled. Everybody else is better. I had reasons to get to the place that I want to be and where I got. And everybody does in this life. But my question is this. Was I a product of my environment? I think I was. My dad was nicknamed Odd Man Out. He always worked, always grinded, always did things differently. Oh, yeah, probably back in the day. Oh, you're going to go to Nigeria and start a family? My mom came over here. He couldn't come over. They got married, right? And my mom came over and he couldn't come over until about a year and a half, two years later. Can you imagine? I could not. My lady in a different country and I can't get over there for whatever reason. (laughs) There's different reasons to why someone does and acts the way they are. So, again, maybe I get that from my dad. If you're listening, can you think of a family member that you might have traits similar to? Can you think about how those traits are playing out in your life? What do you do because you have those traits? Are we products of our environment? And if we are products of our environment, And some of those beliefs that we hold aren't the right beliefs. It's like, how do you know they're not the right beliefs? How do you know if you're on the right path? How do you know if the assumptions that you have of whether it's politics, whether it's finance, whether it's relationships, how do you know if those assumptions are truth? It's, I think it's really interesting because I think that we, and as you live and as you grow older, every single age and every single day you live, well, let me not say that because I was going to say, cause I I'm questioning that too. Every single day you live, it's like you get tighter with the beliefs that you hold. Like if it's in your hand, that little grasp gets tighter and tighter and tighter because you think. Through your eyes, what you see is like confirmed, 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 confirmation everywhere you go because of this negative belief that you've always held. And then your mind believes already beating your ass, beating the hell out of you because you are willingly accepting that. I think that's the cost. That's the price, whatever you want to call it. That's the price of ignorance. Is to not question what your lived experiences mean versus what they meant to you in the past, what your beliefs mean, why you hold the values that you hold, why you hold the assumptions of whether it's different social groups or cultures, the backgrounds, why you hold those. It's to audit every thought that you have and say, okay, this thought that I have, where did it come from? What belief does it come from? Is to get detailed on you. I'm fascinated by just psychology and the study of the mind and behavior because it's everything. Everything you do it comes from that. And this kind of this topic in this community or what is it? The kind of the group this podcast in, I always didn't want to niche it down to mental health or because it's life. It's not just one thing, but I understand the where you have people come and They're looking for something. They're searching it up. If it's mental health that they're searching for, boom, I'm there. So I get that, but I never wanted to be in a box with the content that I made and label it. And that's why it's like, when i know myself and i'm getting to know myself a lot more it's like when i have a vision for something i have vision for many things in my life and i'm always been a brainstormer a visionary a kind of guy with a big vision for not only himself but people around me like i see things in people that i feel like they don't see in themselves so i'm really inspired by just different things and i can see that and i know reverting back to this podcast that I have a lot of high aspirations that we will get it done. And I see more from this, not just a podcast is a thing, but I know that I'm a person that needs people that know how to get things done, like operators, because I think that's essential. It's a great partnership to have because it's like, you can have a vision, but have no, route to get to that destination. Like you have that destination in your head that you want to get to so bad that you feel it like you aren't stopping and you live life that way. You're an optimist. Like I'm getting there, but the different methods, the routes that you try to take, they're not the most efficient ways to go about it. I don't know how I got here. That's why I'm just thinking, I I can't remember what I said, but. I just know that a partnership getting with somebody that knows how the right route to take to get there that maybe doesn't have the vision that you hold, but is inspired by the vision that you hold. And that believes in you and you believe in the route that they take that they want to take to get to that destination. To make it happen. I literally don't know how I got there, but I just think that. Reverting back to the free will and making decisions and questioning thoughts and beliefs, it all comes back to mindset. And I'm glad I remembered it because this little genre of this podcast kind of like mindset, that type of thing, self help, personal development, those type of things. But the topic of mindset you break it down, it's M-I-N-D-S-E-T. And when I think of that, I'm like, what is your mind set on? What is your mind set on? Because if you don't know that answer, you don't know honestly how to do anything in life. Like that's where everything starts. What is your mindset on? We can go to heart set, body set, everything, all that later, but what is your mindset on? When you wake up in the morning, what is your mindset on? When you go to sleep, what is your mindset on? If you take notice on what your mind is set on through the days, through the weeks, through the months, through the years, you can look it back, look it back, you could trace how you always thought, what you've always done because of what you thought. So if you're experiencing great times in your life right now, you can look back and say, okay, my mind was probably set on things that got me to this moment. What are those things? Whether it's something that I can duplicate or it's something that I need to change to make it even better. What was your mind set on? Now, reverse, if you're trying to get out of a time, you feel stuck you're challenged. You feel lost. You feel like there's no pathway to get to where you wanted to be before. But now you're not even inspired to get there because it's like, what is the point? I see in my environment that nobody made it out. And I have a spark in me that actually wanted to make it out. But now I'm getting confused with everybody else in my environment. And they're telling me I can't. And my life the experiences and my evidence that I have right now says I probably can't. Maybe I should just give up. Maybe I should fold. Maybe I should just deem that this is not purposeful for me to have this or to even think of getting out of this environment. If you check that thought at the door and understand that that mind, your mind. Setting it on those thoughts, setting it on those beliefs, on that negative environment, negativity, setting it on what the hell your mind is saying to you won't produce anything in your life but more of the same or more of the things that you want to change. Set your mind on the right things. Set your mind on things that will help you get to that last destination. Or even set your mind on the right things today that will help you today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Because that's my issue. I always worry about that destination and I'm not as detailed as I want to be about today. Simple example, I had this is we. I don't care if it's weird. I had, what is it? whiteheads on my nose for the longest. And I never get that. Like I use keels. Hello to wash my face. But like, bro, I haven't looked like deeply in the mirror for a while. Cause I'm always go, go, go. I haven't shaved all this stuff. And I'm like, why do I have white heads? It's because like, bro, you haven't actually looked at yourself. Like you're always going bad example. Either way. It's like when you're living so fast and for me in my experience, I'm charged for, service and helping people and coming up with ways. Oh, tech, this idea, let's get it. Oh, this podcast, this idea, let's get it. My, this idea that you don't stay present and speak to the people around you, speak to your family, speak to your friends, realize that the present moment are the things that leads up to that moment anyway, that there's no marriage with just the destination without the right now. You can't get there without right now. And it's like, yeah, you're working on the task to get there, but what about everything else? Your interpersonal relationships? What about your value system? You say, okay, family is a value that I hold, that it, like being together, being inclusive, all those things, but you disregard that on the way up. Within the climb, You have to set your mind on the right things. You've got to set your mind on things that will help you get to that next step, that next level, that next climb, that next height. And the thing about the next step, it's always interesting to see that you can't get there. You won't get there with anything negative. But you can use negative. You can use negativity to get you there. But it's just a shift of perspective to do it. Because if you live in negativity, it will hold you hostage. But if you shift it to be like, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm in this environment. Yes. Uh-huh. Mind believe you saying all this stuff the you. oh, your mama didn't make it out. Your daddy was a wife beater. Your daddy beat this person and beat this person. I'll never find love. I'll never do this. You, if you fill your head up with those things, your mind is set on those things. That's what you will see in your life. But if you shift perspective and say, okay, I'm an individual who's blessed to be and to see it differently right now. How do I build on this perspective that I have to see it differently? How do I focus on the environments that I can pour into, that I can learn about, that I also see it differently? And because they see it differently or I'm inspired by someone who sees it differently, this is what they did with their life. And this is what they got from their life because of seeing differently. Sometimes it just takes that shift of perspective to see somebody else that you're inspired by or their life or see a story that changes what your mind is set on. I'm fascinated by this stuff, man, I, because it's everything. I really do think it is. It's just, I just wish that everyone listening, if you want to take something out of this, it's just to, obviously, I always say remain curious of the abilities, the traits that you have, but remain curious of what you can do with them right now. Like right now, I always talked about the destination to climb up, 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 up. Again, the present moment. Why are you trying to extend your little leg to get to that next step? Like right now. How can you use the traits that you have to see your situation differently and act on it because you see it differently? It's okay to change. It's okay to push and push and push against the friction that you're up against. It's okay to lead. It's okay to be hungry. It's okay to not just listen to what other people say. It's okay to have a different thought. It's okay to be different. It's okay to act different. It's okay to have positivity, life, love every time you walk. Even though your environment says, why? Why should you be happy about anything? It's okay to do it different. It's okay to just smile for no reason. It's okay to pour in to life to actually care about everything that you're going through in an intense way that nobody else around you understands why. It's okay to be different. It's okay to know that. Because a lot of us, we think that, man, this is crazy. We're crazy. Nobody else sees it like this all right, let me act like anybody else. And then you're frustrated because that's not you. It's not who you were called to be. So you start acting like other people and you're starting to resent them too because without knowing, they inherently not made you. It was a choice. But like I said, maybe it wasn't a choice because your environment, but you're acting like them because of a way that you don't know And because you don't know, you're frustrated at yourself, you look inward and say, man, I'm this. I'm not that. I can't do this. Your mind bully has you set on those thoughts. Your mind bully also has you set on, look at them. I'm jealous of their life or I hate them. I can't work with them. I can't be around them. Negativity. And it spreads into everything that you do and it can't be that way. You can't want a fruitful tree, a berry tree. Let me use strawberry. You can't want this strawberry vine. I don't even know if strawberry vine tree, whatever, whatever strawberries built out of, I love them. Shout out to y'all. But you can't have this end goal of berries if the soil is built on negativity. If the soil ain't built on water of life, of positivity, of love, of care. The root will shrivel up. I'm passionate about that. It's like you actually can be an outlier. You actually can win. You actually can do it differently. You actually can do everything that you want to do. You actually can. There's so many people that have done it. Pick one. Pick someone that you're inspired by. Look at their life. Look at what they were up against. Look at the challenges they face. Look and listen to what people said about them in the midst of it. Look at how they pushed past that. Look at the real moments that maybe, okay, they fell into that, that mind-believe was saying something to them, they did the wrong thing, and they switched. Look at their switch. Look at their switch. Because when you see somebody else and their life experience, you see the possibility that that can be you too. I always say there's power in one more. And when you have a friend, a family member, a colleague, an acquaintance, probably someone you don't like when you see them going through a tough time is to stop and have a chat and to realize that you can be that one thing that one person that one voice that they become inspired by like you reveal a perspective that they didn't even take into account that can shift the trajectory of their life. Isn't that what life itself is all about? It's to serve each other, whether you know you're doing it or not. You're not getting any gain from it. It's to tell the truth to each other, the truth coming from a beautiful, positive place and sharing that place with somebody else. The power of one more. One more conversation with someone whose mind. Is set on the right things. Check your mindset at the door. Hell, oh, check your mindset right now. What is your mind set on to help you right now? After you turn off this little pod. What will you do because of what your mind is set on? And how does that match with what you say you want with your life? My Podcast, has been a good one, man. Peace and love. If you like this episode, please do me a favor. Rate and review this podcast. It means the world. Bye. Hey, Genix, you going off?